You are listening to Sick Biz Buzz with me, Hillary Jastrom. Welcome back to Sick Biz Buzz, the sickest podcast empowering chronically ill and disabled entrepreneurs and the only podcast of its kind. We're going to start the show in just a minute, but we always have to give a little shout out to the sponsors and pay the bills. Today is no different, but we've got a little bit of a different angle. And that's everybody is experiencing a bit of a freak out panic right now. So before we get going, I want to offer a resource to people who are at home, who are dealing with a low level of panic. These are the entrepreneurs and they're not sure what to do with their business. People who are newly located, remotely working, have their children all huddled about them. What am I going to do? Where's the money coming from? You know, maybe it feels like as an entrepreneur, your income is stopping, your bills are not. So what we want to do is offer you a bonus. I invite you to come into the SickBiz Facebook group. Just search SickBiz and that bonus is 75 jobs. That's right, seven five jobs that you can do from home. It's a list that the SickBiz community created together. I think you'll find it very helpful in times of crisis. It doesn't cost you anything, totally free. You can go places, set up accounts, start networking, and that's what it's all about. We want to do whatever we can to support you in this time of uncertainty when we're working from home, and this is what we specialize in. We are entrepreneurs who are sick, <clears throat> clearly, like in your face right now, who are disabled, and we have become experts in this. Where do we go for the resources? How do we maximize our time? How do we juggle our business? All of these things, we're here to help you. Simply go to sickbiz.com. You'll get that bonus free. I'm going to put that up right after the show. 75 jobs that you can do from home, and I think you'll be really surprised. So we hope to see you there. We hope that you'll become a part of the community, which is really critical in this time of isolation, and we're very happy to have you in our midst. Now, and you guys don't know this, but we literally just recorded this a minute ago, and um, actually, we didn't record it. So now we're recording it, and it's going to be even better than ever. <clears throat> so not only is Amy Majors, who is my guest today on the show, amazing, she's also very patient, but she's a mother. She has to be. She has no choice. So Amy Majors is a partner in combat business success, and as I have learned, she is also a business processing genius. When Amy and I were working on her book, it became very apparent that she knows what the heck she's talking about. When it comes to business processes, that became apparent because I don't know what I'm talking about. So I thought she would be an amazing contributor to the show. Not only that, she is a lady baller. She is a mother. She is an entrepreneur. She is a woman who gets up, gets herself going. I'm looking at her in the cutest, like, Kelly Green ruffled shirt. That just is her, right? It even matches her wedding ring. I can't even handle it. And she has so much inspiration to give you. She's out there breaking the stigma of women wearing makeup, which I happen to really appreciate because literally I just like slide around my house without anything on my face. And if you saw me, you would see that. She is on the front lines, doing the work, making the changes that are needed in the entrepreneurial landscape, and she is a phenomenal human being. She's going to talk to us about what we're doing wrong in our businesses as entrepreneurs who are sick and disabled, and honestly, and you, you and I both know this, so don't even lie to me because I will find out. 
you have no process. Okay. If you have no process, raise your hand, holla. I hear, I see you in the back. All right. These are the ways we might be getting stuck more importantly. And I think you'll really find the value of this today. We need to stay committed to our internal routines when everything is going haywire on the outside. How do we strengthen up our core as business owners? And we do it through processes and we do it through what we know and that's ourselves. And that's what Amy is going to talk to you about today. Please welcome my friend, the unbreakable, unstoppable, irrepressible, oh, 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 Amy Majors. <laughs> oh my goodness, thank you so much. Oh, that's so awesome. Yes, yeah, thank I got you. to hear it twice, but I really like hearing it. So, you know, I knew you <laughs> I'm totally cool with hearing it twice. That was awesome. We're very professional here. Oh, hey. In my bedside studio. What's up? We're, we're real life. We're real life. We're and real that's life. What matters. You know, I'll tell you, you know, I, I've actually made some recent changes on my social media. And uh, I was doing all this really professional stuff, which also, by the way, is code for I wasn't doing it myself. Someone was doing it. <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> it's true. And I was getting like 19 views a week from new people, you know, and now I'm getting hundreds and hundreds of views because I'm being myself. Really and I, yeah, I kind of thought I was being myself, but I really, or I was like, well, that represents me, but yes. it wasn't being mm -hmm. me, you know? So I love this podcast. I love what you're doing because you, you know, some people would maybe try to hide certain yeah. parts like, Oh, I'm in, you know, I'm hanging out in bed or I, I'm, I'm home. I'm not feeling great. You know, they would hide these things, but there's absolutely no reason to do that. I feel like as a just general process, the more true we are to ourselves and the more we are specific with our messaging and telling people our individual tiny truth, yeah. we have an opposite effect. It actually becomes general to the world where everyone is like, I see that in myself. I love That's it. me. I love it's it. So, it's so true. So yeah. yeah, I think that's so awesome. I'm noticing that in, in my social media and in and, and my messaging and, and people are reaching out to me. They're like, that is who I am. And I was like, cool. That's, that's me too. And you don't have to be afraid. I think this, it's like, it gives you the freedom to yeah. say, this is me. And everybody, instead of saying, oh my God, people are going to find out who I am. You're right. finding out that you're actually getting the support this way, Absolutely. which is amazing. And it's like yeah. the coolest thing ever. So, um, that's why I'm not wearing makeup a lot. You mentioned that. I like, yes, it. you've noticed I'm wearing it today because you're special. So I wore it today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you it's so true. Sweet. I was like, I'm dressing up for Hillary and Hillary's people. Uh, but today, you know, I, I do a lot of videos with no makeup because I, I jokingly like to say that I like to remind people what a 38 year old woman looks like. Yes. For real. It's true though. Yeah. No. We don't show people what that looks like. <clears throat> I also, you know, I, I like to joke a lot. Uh, you know, there's a lot of reasons why I do it. But one other one is I feel like when you meet people in real life and they have very low expectations. <laughs> I have a great driver's license photo actually like my husband and I kind of had a mini contest about our driver's license photos he looks just he's super photogenic so he took a great driver's license photo and I was like Damn it. I got that and so I went and like did it up and I took my driver's license photo and it's I gotta be honest it's really good Is but it? I get, yeah I get a double take look on it when people see it no joke. So like somebody will check my ID for something, which I get really excited about anyway, because I'm 38 years old. So if somebody ever checks my ID, they'll go like, what? 
oh, they kind of, you can't see what I'm doing, but they're like, oh, you know, it's definitely a two look ID. Like that's yeah. a nice picture. That doesn't look like the person. Is it? <laughs> you, we'll see. You work at the airport. They'd be like, you cannot yeah. get on this flight. Yeah, I'm sorry. Where is she? Is she right. in line? I would like to meet this woman that was in your photo. <laughs> that ain't you. So give, no. us a, so give us the breakdown. Give us a breakdown of who you are, why you're here, what you're doing. I, I call this the elevator speech, but I, it's only because it needs a name. But yeah. how did you get to this day? Oh, that's a big story. That's a trigger. The elevator speech. We were all supposed to work on that. That's like Entrepreneur 101. We need to have this like perfectly polished elevator. Oh, speech. I hate right? it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think that again flies in the face of what I'm all about. I'm not a perfectly polished person. I actually like to joke that I'm the world's biggest fraud. And here's here's wow. Yeah. So I am a person so who naturally natural tendencies wants to be can I say shit show on your podcast? You can. You okay. can. We're all grown up. It's okay. it's okay. You can yeah, say what the fuck you want on <gasps> here. Oh here it is. Naturally, a shit show would be the way that I would describe myself. Um, when I was young, I was the person with a messy room. I actually won a contest on a, in a magazine, Messiest Bedroom in America. Uh, that's true. Uh, and I had to clean it afterwards. So it was a before and after photo thing. But I won that as a kid. And that is... No, no, no. You can't gloss oh, over I know, that. What is it? You're glossing. What is the, how old were you? I think what? I was... 14? Did you willingly enter this or was your mother like, your bedroom well, is so... Well, I was pretty proud. <laughs> and your prize is that you get to win it, you get to clean it? No, get this. So I cleaned the room. Your prize, this is old, I'm old. Your prize was a $100 gift certificate in Lillian Vernon organizing. Oh. Okay? <laughs> yeah. This is the best podcast yeah. I've ever done. Oh my well, God. Here's the most me part of this whole story. So I get this thing. I win this contest. My room is featured in this little magazine, right? It's yeah. a small magazine. It's called Brio. Um, it's called what? Brio. It was like a Christian girls team. Oh, magazine. all right. Very good. And, uh, and so my, my, you know, and I get this gift card for gift certificate. They didn't have cards at the time. Gift sure. certificate for Lily and Vernon organizational products, which I lost and never ordered from. <gasps> so clearly I wasn't exactly transformed through this process. I was still a shit show. But that's me. Like, that's naturally who I am. Oh, my God. Yeah. This I'm, is incredible. <laughs> it needs to go on your bio. I know, right? Seriously. Well, I'm glad you're recording because then we can use this, right? For the yes. Book. But that's the truth. So that's who I am naturally. Now, the flip side. Now, we all have multiple sides of our personality. I am also a person who drew my first business logo when I was two years old. What? My first business idea was two years old. I was two years old. I told my mom I wanted to have a roller skating AMW. Wow. Uh, that was my thing when I was two. And nice. then yeah, I wanted roller skating. I basically Sonic with roller skates. Is what oh I my wanted. God. This is, we need it today. Yeah, right? Who doesn't? Yes. Who needs yes. that? Roller skates are back now too. I started drawing logos when I was like five. Wow. And, yeah, and had business idea after business idea. And my sweet mother, who is maybe a bit of a hoarder, has kept most of them. <laughs> so she'll show me. Like, I had a pet hotel thing, which I still like. It's still a good idea. Um, that I drew. 
And, you know, I, so I'm a very, very ambitious person and have been since childhood. Wow. Now, when, Amazing. Yeah. When you combine shit show Amy with ambitious Amy, you'll see there's a bit of a chasm here. Yeah, so, sure. Okay. Okay. Don't work. So my, I struggle with this. I, I thought about it for a long time and, and, you know, you go through years of school and all these kinds of things. And, uh, I would, I got along through school very, very well. Uh, school was relatively easy for me. Don't hate me. I was one of those people where it's like, I didn't have to do that much to get through school pretty well. I wasn't valedictorian or anything, but like, oh, it was pretty well. But my dreams were way bigger than what I was accomplishing with my own shit show methods. Okay. <laughs> so, ultimately, I learned that a person who's, when your natural tendencies don't get you the results that you want. Yeah. You have to build systems. Okay. So if you think about it like a building, you could take drywall, two by fours, nails, screws, all this stuff and throw it in a pile and you're going to, you know, it might be about eight feet high, whatever. Sure. But let's say you want a skyscraper. Okay. You better have a structure, a blueprint, some smart people around you who know how systems or how these structures work and you need to put those things in the right order. And then kind of regardless of who's actually hammering the nail, you don't have to be a genius to do, you know, the, the actual work in that. Sure. When you build a solid structure, you get to skyscraper. And truthfully, it's not all that much harder than it was when you were trying to reach a certain height by throwing everything in a pile. So I figured out that structures are the key to making me uh, more successful. And they kind of subvert or go rise above my natural tendencies. So that's who I think. Oh. Yeah. Anybody whose natural tendencies are not getting them the results that they want. You need systems. Period. Okay. I love that. I love that because we have people listening who are like, well, I'm procrastinating and oh. procrastination. First of all, is not just putting off something. There's always a reason behind it. There's a re it right. There's yeah. either like, I am afraid of the results of my labor, or yeah. I don't feel like I deserve this, or I don't know where to get started. Yeah. There's all kinds of emotional implications. So I love that because you're saying you can take who you naturally are mm -hmm. and apply systems. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you have to have system, you have to identify what's going on. So there's, oh gosh, what you're saying is so true. And it's something that I actually went through. Um, almost two years ago, year and a half ago, um, understanding I had this whole creative block. So mm -hmm. if there's a lot of people, you know, in your, in your, in your, in your crew here who are stuck, maybe haven't even started, you know, they want to start something, but they're just like, I don't know what my idea is going to be. I don't mm -hmm. know, or I have my idea, but I don't know what to do next. I, I personally don't really believe that that's the issue. I believe mm. that there are other issues. And I had that because I had that similar block. Now, here I was. I was in combat business. You know, I'm, I, uh, I, I'm one of the owners of combat business. And I have, my husband and I actually have a business as well. We have a, a local business, too, a small business. Um, so I have all these kinds of things, but I just felt like I had reached the end of my, like, creative rope operating as the human that I was at that time. I could no longer be creative. And here I've just told you I've been creative since I was a kid. So all of a sudden it was like a light switch. Like my creativity stopped and I was like, something is seriously wrong. Yeah. And, um, 
I had to learn how to look internally for the answers and really start to do some serious meditation and journaling and just start figuring out what am I, what is wrong with me right now? <laughs> what am I doing? And ultimately, what am I afraid of? Yeah. And I realized that I was being consumed by fear. And we start to hear things like, I mean, how many people have heard the fear of success before and thought it was total bullshit? Like, oh, why would I be afraid of success? I want to do this. Oh, it's terrifying. It's I, absolutely terrifying. I swear, I was one of the worst and yeah. I didn't even realize it. Yeah. I did not realize how afraid of success I actually was. I was afraid of getting out there mm -hmm. and being, you know, I get, I get really weird, um, Facebook messages. I hate Facebook Messenger. I'm not a big fan I mean, of it. Who is sending you those messages? You have no idea. I get nasty videos. I get gross pictures. I get like, please take care of me and my children. My wife passed. Like I get the ah, who no, is yeah. sending them? First of all, if any of y'all are listening don't right do now, yeah. don't do it. Don't ever do that. Don't ever be like the D pick is the magical key right. to unlock a woman's kingdom. Yeah, you know, I mean, let's just dispel that right now. Right, incorrect. Right. Yeah, I never, on all I, levels. Like, I just want to say I I don't respond at all, but I want to say like, has that ever worked for you? I know, right? Like, let's. <laughs> Let's do a, a chart. Let's do a graph, right. like a pie chart. I've yep. sent X amount of pictures. How often is this working for you? Or like, are you getting arrested? Yeah. I'm telling you what, I had a guy, this is my only thing. I usually don't get um, stuff like that. I don't know what it is. Maybe, I, I don't know what it is. But if you say hello to me and I don't know you and you just jump in my face and you're like, hello, and I'm like, block. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I, I have, to, I can't do that, especially since we're giving them, we're giving your listeners the, my Instagram handle. So I don't do that. Yeah. I, I lead with something, but if you go weird, I'm going to block it quick. Yeah, you're done. Then oh, you're, yeah. I love the block sometimes. It's awesome. So, okay. So talk about it. You're the people listening are yeah. entrepreneurs. So they're not, they're not these big, you know, multi-billion dollar yeah. companies. They might be thinking like, but I don't need a process. It's just me. Or, yeah. um, you know, they might be in a position where it's a little bit of a staggered busyness. So it's not, it's not stable. Is there, is it ever too early to start implementing processes in your business? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's never, if you think about it this way, so the question is, is it, is it ever too early to start implementing systems in your business, but I want to flip your question and say it, say it this way. Cause I, I, I don't know why, but I love a good negative connotation for me. Okay. Okay. I, I, they're they're like stimulate my brain. So I'm going to say, how long is it acceptable for me to run my business incorrectly? How long is it? So great. So that means zero days, zero days. Yes. Zero okay. Days. It's, mm -hmm. it's acceptable for you to run your business wrong zero days. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> shit! <laughs> I wish I couldn't even see my own face right now because I feel like you're taking my business and like unrolling the blueprint and going, no, no, But no, here's no, no. the good news, okay? Here's the good news. It also takes zero days for you to start doing it right. You can start doing it right immediately. It doesn't take a warm-up period. You can literally start doing it right right now. So, you know how people say, like, well, I'll start this on Monday. I'll start whatever. No, you could literally, the next thing you do, mm -hmm. you just do it right. It's okay. 
and there's no stigma attached. I refuse. I hate this. I hate that this is a society thing. I refuse to allow any type of stigma of, yeah, but I've only been doing it right for like three hours. So I've only been doing it right for two weeks or I've only been doing it right for six months. So I'm not quite a pro. Screw that. You're doing it right. Most people are doing it wrong. Just good for you. You did it right right now. And that's all that matters. So let's define a process. Okay. Because the process, so when I talk to entrepreneurs, they're very scattered, okay? Um, and, and it's more like my process is whatever needs my attention the most. That's where I go. So yep. how are we changing that? What is, and, and a, a person who is like, but that's how I am. I'm a mom this way. I'm a wife this way. I'm a daughter this way. I'm yep. a son this way. How right. am I changing what is integral to me? So first off, I want to just say, uh, words matter. Okay. So the way we talk to ourselves matters. Um, when we say things like I'm a procrastinator, I'm disorganized, I'm this, you are literally projecting these cages on yourself. Okay. You can say, if you'd like, if you need to, uh, I used to procrastinate, or in the past, I've procrastinated, and it brought me here. Okay? Oh, I like that. Okay. Something it's like that. Still acknowledging. Acknowledge, be aware, because the first step of this, when we're dealing with people who have had, th this is a huge layer thing, and this is part of the reason why my book is so challenging for me to write, is because I can instantly go about eight layers above Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. what's good for the, the, the individual person. So I'm really excited to speak on, on just this part. Um, because the first step is really awareness and getting your business in front of you. When we run our businesses from home and when you are a one man show, like we have uh, or one woman show, please excuse me. I'm from Michigan. So we use like guys <laughs> all the time. Damn it, Michigan. What I know hell? it. We always, we're always <laughs> Uh, like, hey guys, what's up? Uh, and you're talking to a group of 60 women. Um, that's what we do. All right. So when I you, identify yeah, as right? a man right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> when, when you are a one person show, it often feels like you are the center of a hurricane, right? Mm -hmm. And so you're, you, you say things like, I deal with what hits me first, basically. What flying piece of debris has smacked me in the face since I woke up? I will address <laughs> that thing because it appears to be the most immediate, right? Yeah. And so the first step for people uh, or that I like to do for people is help them to take yourself out of the eye of the hurricane and I want to push it in front of you. You have to get some distance okay. because it is impossible to have perspective when you are in the center of the hurricane, when you're in the eye of the hurricane. You can't see it. So the thing that hits you in the face, truthfully, could be the dumbest thing in the world and the worst thing for you to work on right now, but because it hits you first and you can't see anything else, you have no perspective, you feel like you have to do it. But it could be the thing that literally you, never needs to get done. Never needs to get done. Okay, so we are conditioned, it's kind of like driving. We're conditioned to be reactive and say, this thing is in front of me, I have to address it. We have to, yeah. we have to recondition ourselves to yeah. say, we don't have to react 
to what is coming at me. In fact, maybe are we pausing for a minute to say, is it relevant to spend time on this right now? Absolutely. Working on things in a chronological order mm -hmm. is a surefire recipe for business disaster. Oh, gross. That is amazing. It's true though. And so there are some tools that we can use. I think one of the tools that people can use is their calendar tools. If they don't have those calendar tools, it forces you to talk to prospects, for example, or to talk to clients and say, you know, and we all get this. They pop up. These are the kind of Facebook messages that we like, right? They pop up in our Facebook and they're like, hey, do you have two minutes to talk today? And you know what? You have to assess that, don't you? You have to yeah. say, does that make sense for me today? Or did I plan a day of working on this project because I need to meet this deadline? So then you really don't have the time. And that's actually the easiest first step for people is, is becoming disciplined. And I'm going to say disciplined, mm -hmm. becoming disciplined with your uh, responses to immediate stimulus like messages and emails and texts and phone calls. Okay. It is the easiest first step for people to take. Now, discipline is difficult for some people, uh, <laughs> but it is, it is not a difficult thing. If you really look at it now, it, it's, it's difficult because it's a habit that we have to break. Right. Okay. In this age of you know, our phones being right next to us within arm's reach all the time. If somebody buzzes it, there's been studies of literal social anxiety that are not social anxiety, just anxiety that happens when you hear a ding and you don't touch it, your, your blood pressure starts to rise. You feel like you have to. Okay. Okay. So let me tell you what your best friend is. When you need to get work done, airplane mode. You should be putting your phone in airplane mode when you have work to do. Oh, that just instills in me like this, ah, what? Turn it off. What are you talking about? You yeah. do not need to respond. I know we are in the, uh, the customer needs me, right? No, they don't. Do you remember the 90s where people, or 80s, when people had voice, uh, answering machines? Yes, totally. And then You're like, okay. yes, yes. Did your family do like the family thing where it's like, hi, you've reached the bizarros. This is Amy. This is uh, this is, please oh call God, us no, up. We were not that organized. I think I, I'm trying, <laughs> no, we were not, my dad is very organized. So my dad always left the message and uh, it was like, he speaks for all of us because Lord knows where the rest of us are. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I, yeah, your dad's he, awesome. Though. Yeah, he was, he was the one who kept a tight ship. And, and I had great examples of being organized. I just wasn't when I was a kid. Uh, but no, so yeah, that was all him. But you can, you can have, now, you can't never respond, but you can have times where you respond, okay? So build into your daily schedule my uh, times where you do certain things. Like I respond to emails from 11 a.m., to 12 p 12 noon. Wow. Okay. That's it. That's when I respond to emails and messages. So, or okay. So let me, let yeah. me be pre preemptive here sure. because I hear that. And in my brain, I, I hear like, okay, so people are going to come after me. If I don't reply, <laughs> they're going to come after me. They're going to be like, did you get my email or not? Yeah, Are you so going to reply or not? I need, you're you know. going to see three from them, but that's okay. Okay. 
I mean, so, so, so do two, do two blocks then time blocking is absolutely crucial. Let me say that again. Cause if you're not time blocking right now, which most people are not time blocking is my key to some sense of normal and getting my work done. And, and my, my business partners are all, we are all fans of time blocking. So, so this should be a time block for you. You can have two. Now your business will determine whether or not, uh, how many you have. Oh, my okay. business, one is okay. Sure. I have one and that's it. But you may be a person who needs three. And if you are, that's okay. Have three. But it can't, it, it's kind of like meals. Yeah. You want to have three meals a day, that's fine. But if you want to graze for the entire day, that's probably not. <laughs> You're going to eat your quarantine ration right. like in it's one day. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's the same idea. We know that grazing on everything that we see throughout the day is not healthy for us. Right. Exactly the same concept with work and this sort of thing. Grazing on emails and messages and posts and comments and all that kind of stuff throughout the day is not healthy for us. Oh, and that's good. Really grow a business. That's good. That, that is really good. I love that analogy because people can understand that. You cannot constantly eat throughout the day and you cannot treat your business in the same way. You have to structure it. It's kind of like having your kids home too, isn't mm-hmm. it? Where it's like, we're still going to get up at seven o'clock. Why? Yeah. Because we can't interrupt the schedule. Because right. then when everything goes back to normal, that we're not going to be reinstituting this change and throwing everybody into a brand new hellscape. Like we we need to make sure that we're, so your business needs a routine. So let's talk about this. And we talked about, we were going to do a shift today. Yeah. I think it's critically important that people so far listening to this understand we're talking about processes. It's never too early in your business to institute some processes. And the first step that you can take is time blocking. Actionable content is like totally my jam and like I get really revved up on it because so many gurus out there just talk to hear themselves talk, but they don't give you the tools. So these are the tools that you can use. You can use Calendly is one, schedule once. Um, Because then you don't have people calling you throughout the day. You should not take calls. Don't take calls randomly throughout the day. And Calendly or, or uh, schedule, we use Schedule One. Schedule Once is, uh, uh, it, it syncs with your Google Calendar. You set up blocks where you accept calls. I only accept calls from this time to this time. Um, you need to have systems and personal processes. Um, I, I allow, you know, I allow meeting times at this time from this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I check emails from this time to this time. I, um, you know, I allow myself to go on Facebook personally for me. My, now, sometimes I break this rule and every time I break this stinking rule, I get <laughs> angry at myself, but yeah. my time to go on Facebook is between two and two 30 in the afternoon. You That's- are so farkin disciplined. Oh <laughs> my God. I'm I, that, trying. Now, I like- thought I was disciplined. I'm not kidding you because I, I do like the reward method throughout the day. So mm-hmm. I'll be like, you can go on Facebook, but you have to do this thing first in my head. That's you know? good. And so it's finding what works for you, but you have to block yeah. it, whether it's you're blocking it because this is what you're going to do. A half an hour, you're a goddess. Well, so I break it sometimes. Like I said, I get angry at myself when I do. The easiest way for me to limit my social media is to pull it off your phone. Oh, if, yeah, yeah. Okay, just, you shouldn't have the apps on your phone. So if you force yourself, the only reason I have the apps on my phone is because I've been doing a significant number of live videos 
And so uploading live videos is, uh, has been, uh, it's been just so much easier to do it. But what I'm thinking about doing because it's all of us are human beings and we're all kind of sucked into this. I want to monitor what's going on at the moment. So of course we check Facebook because Lord knows that's the best source of information. <laughs> yeah. We all do it. You know, I need to delete my, what I need to do, I think is what I'm going to do again is delete the apps after I'm done with my live videos for the day. So if okay. you force yourself to use Facebook like circa nine, you know, 2005 and only do it from your desktop, it's very easy to limit yourself to how much Facebook you're looking at. It can be. It absolutely can yeah. be. And I think yeah. you're talking about what's really important in this culture right now and in this landscape that we're in right now that it's unfamiliar to everybody and everybody is scrambling and hungry for information but you're absolutely right that Facebook is not the place to get it and all of a sudden we everybody is a Facebook doctor yeah. well, it's this and it's that and everybody is a Facebook who expert right. well, don't go out and don't do this and don't do that um, you know, and, and so we have to recognize that, but we also have to recognize within ourselves the human need to want to be a part of something or to feel less isolated. So yeah. we're sitting ducks essentially mm -hmm. right now. And Facebook is just kind of like lapping up all of the attention. Like it's, it's probably never been more widely used than it is right now. I would I imagine. So. Right. You know Facebook has built-in tools to make it easier for you, too. The unfollow button is your friend. You oh, know? my God. I can't even tell you. How many times have you hit that? Now, I'm like, okay, I didn't know. Right, every every yeah. crisis that go through an unfollow, so many people. Like, every, I mean, <laughs> even bring up, but like school shootings or oh, yeah. whatever else. If there's anything going on in the news, I just use that as, as, as like, a... a um, a reason to go and unfollow people. Um, and I have to do it on my phone uh, because on my desktop, I have an even better tool. Um, so we're going small, actionable items. Here you go. It's called Newsfeed Eradicator. I've heard of that. It's oh. still around. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a plugin and it'll okay. your newsfeed and replaces it with a motivational quote. No way. Okay. So Newsfeed Eradicator is still around. <laughs> It's yep. a plugin. Google it, mm -hmm. and it replaces this crazy virality news that yeah. is so often incorrect yeah. with a motivational quote. Yeah. So if you want, if you use Facebook for work, and you find like I do, and like yes, you, and you find yourself justifying scrolling through oh. all the things, throw this up there because you literally can only use it to produce content. Okay, so this is a good thing because we have a lot of overlap. A lot of people are like, well, Facebook is where I do my marketing. I have to be on there. I have to be a personal brand when I'm on there. Yeah. But what's happening is we are spilling over into the time that we should be spending doing the marketing for yeah, our me, business and justifying. And let me ask you a question. How many new clients have you gotten by going on to somebody's Facebook thread that you don't know and fighting with someone to change an opinion of another person you don't know. Okay, I'm gonna go with, this is gonna take me a minute to do new math here, so give me a second. Right. Okay, carry hold on. One. Yeah, okay, yeah, right, carry the one. Carry the one to zero, so the answer is zero. <laughs> so, but what do we do? We go on and we're like, uh, someone posts something about you know COVID-19. I don't even wanna use the word coronavirus because I'm sick of it already, so I'll say COVID-19. Um, you know, somebody <laughs> posts something new about COVID-19 and they're like, 
did you know that blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, it's somebody you don't even know. It's a friend of a friend and you find yourself going like, well, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Okay. Are you working? You're not working. Technically work can be done on Facebook, but that ain't it. No, that ain't it. Exactly. Exactly. And there has to be processes during this time. Everybody's freaking out right now. Okay. And you talked about, and I think this was very, very critical. This is the time to cling to internal processes in the midst of like everybody out there going, oh my God, there's no toilet paper. First of all, let me just ask this question and see if you know the answer. Okay. I don't understand the gap between the food being bought and the toilet paper. It appears a new phobia has emerged in America, and that is having a dirty butt. Like, that is the only thing. I have to tell you, though, I like my neighbors. So most people's grocery stores are out of uh, toilet paper. Many of them are out of meat and toilet paper. My local grocery store is is out of meat, toilet paper, and ice cream. (laughs) I'm surrounded by my people here. Okay, let's just say I like them. Um, Oh, my God. Legally... It's yeah. got to be different regionally. Oh, I can yeah. tell you. So my husband. We're not small people in the Midwest. Have you seen it? Yes. Hi. No, I know. Like you yeah. don't take our meat and potatoes or we will fight you. That's right. And apparently our ice cream. But and so many, Right, I, right. I walked past this woman and I just started laughing because I, I haven't been in the grocery store. I Instacart everything, by the way. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. You should, you should. Now this crisis makes it a little bit different because I was like, my Instacart. There's going to be, they're not going to know how to like substitute all the things that I want to substitute. So I'll yeah. just go, but I haven't been inside a grocery store in months and months and months. And I highly recommend if you're running a business, you should not be doing things like your own grocery shopping. Agreed. Just, Agreed. There are other people who literally want to be paid to do it. It is worth your time to outsource this kind of little piddly stuff. Let somebody and else- house cleaning as well. I don't clean my house either. I, I don't, yeah. I got somebody else cleaning my house. I use Amazon Prime for a ton of stuff, which, by the way, they have toilet paper on Amazon Prime. <gasps> oh, my God. All right, you guys. I just want everybody to calm the F down right now, okay? Just relax. Okay, but do you know what I saw yesterday? So this is crazy. So it's late at night. I finished a book last night, and I was like, um, okay, my brain is broken. And Amazon was like, and Facebook was like, yes, your brain's broken. Here's an ad for you. There's an ad for toilet paper, but I kid you not. So for the first one was like for 96 rolls for $64. The second ad that came up was, do you remember going into like the corporation bathrooms and seeing those giant rolls of toilet paper? <laughs> so I was like, man, I'm going to sleep good tonight. Dreaming about the possibilities of just, you know, having a well-stocked bathroom. But so it's crazy. day ads. I'm buying one of those. I'm not kidding you. We we went into the land of no return. We went to Lowe's like a couple uh, days ago. Yeah. And because nobody ever goes there anyways. And I don't know right. how they still have a physical footprint, but whatever. So we go in there and I'm like, man, this COVID-19 isolation is really working to our advantage to yeah. like maybe finally get that spring furniture set we want before they're yeah. sold out. You know, yeah. like this is the time. Yeah. They had nothing. They had no toilet paper. Um, even, even the stores and the places that you would think have them, 
You can also find toilet paper like in the novelty joke party places. Oh my like, gosh, I love it. It's going to tell you like, you know, you're nifty, you're 50. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. O- over the hill. Yep. Good. So, yep. Roll, go, roll with it. Literally. So what, okay. So what are we doing yeah. right um, now there is a global pandemic and global. by the way you guys for people who are like oh my god you went out i just want to say we did have to buy something okay we were Listen, looking for something in particular no i'm not judging you i go to the gym every morning okay um i go to the gym every morning i usually go uh, about 4 30 that's my okay gym. so like nobody's there nobody's there and i yeah. i'm laughing that covid19 has returned people to using gym etiquette because they don't talk to you or try to fist bump or whatever. They just do their stuff. That's amazing. Um, Women, that's yeah. amazing right yeah. now. They're, social distancing, guys, it's not airborne, okay? It's not airborne. If you, It's not airborne. It's, it's like nine feet, though, if it, droplets I was reading. It's yeah. like nine feet. Now, again, this is these are our opinions. So nothing that we're saying yeah, no, right now has been... Lord, right. Don't, don't hold me to anything. Don't sue me. Don't just... But like, so I'm going to the gym and here's why, because you're talking about systems and we're talking about systems and internal processes. So, so I told you before that when I was a child, my issue was discipline and organization. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, later on as an adult, my issue was fear. Okay. So I have had to, so how am I going to move past all these things? I've had to build systems that teach me discipline and help me overcome fear, which I believe has made me significantly more capable of dealing with this COVID-19 situation than I would have been in the past. Interesting. Okay. So dirty room, Amy, if like you grew up like that, you would not have done well with this. No, because when you have no discipline, Mm-hmm. And when you have no cap- uh, ability to deal with fear, and then something big like this comes that is uncontrollable, you have no control over the situation. Right. And it's, it's invisible, which adds to everyone's greatest fear. Sure. You know, sure. Uh, it's a lot easier to understand things. This sounds terrible. And I'm not saying one's worse or better. I'm just saying it's different. When we're talking about enemy fear, person, country, soldier, whatever. We see this thing. We see the threat. When we can't see this threat, it's a constant state of panic because do you have it? I don't know. Do you have it? Who has it? What's, what's going on? Is it here? Is it, you know, is it close to me? I don't know because you can't see it. So it's terrifying to people. And if you allow your mind to do that, it will just send you into orbit and you will become a uh, you know, you will go inside your house, you will watch Netflix, you will eat all the ice cream, you will come out of this situation 30 pounds heavier than you went into it. Uh, and, yes. Yeah. And I promise you, by the way, I said, come out of the situation. We will all come out of the situation. Yes. Every single person is going to, this is not the zombie apocalypse. We are coming out. <laughs> oh my God. Seriously. <laughs> we will get through this. So I, I am a very, very forward thinker. I am also a realist. I also have hope and faith. These things all combined means that I'm mentally looking past this, but I'm dealing with everything on a 24-hour basis because I'm a realist. So, you know, I have a local business. I have a gym. I own a a Brazilian jiu-jitsu studio, martial arts. Right, right. Brazilian jiu-jitsu, for anybody who knows what it is, you are within five inches of somebody's face. Right. There is no social distancing on Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And our consulting company is to help Brazilian jiu-jitsu academies. Mm-hmm. Survive mm-hmm. through this, right? Okay. 
So we are dealing with things on a daily basis and figuring out how to turn a business that is impossible, where it's incapable, you're incapable of doing social distancing into a business that will function and be responsible at the same time. So this is a study in being nimble. This is what I'm hearing from you. And so your business, your business has to be nimble. Your processes have to be implemented. So they are nimble. So your commitment, but your commitment to your own discipline Mm -hmm. has to be rigid. Yes. Yes, it does. So you have to get up. You have to set an alarm. You have to time block. You have to make sure. Let's just examine a marketing business, for yeah. example. Okay, so if I have a marketing business, let's just say I have a copywriting business. Okay, yeah. so I have a copywriting business. That's all I do for the purposes of this instance. That's all I do is just copywriting. I have one package that I sell. It's for X amount of dollars. Great. So you're following that process all the way through from talking to the prospect or finding the process prospect all the way through to the end to getting paid and giving the sign off, you're done, the contract is completed. You are committed to that every single day. You're not going off course. Now, processes have to do with not only time blocking, they have to do with timelines, don't they? Exactly. And and introducing standard operating procedures, so SOPs. Every single business out there should have SOPs, standard operating procedures. So Mm -hmm. again, we talked a little bit about being the eye of the hurricane, and and I am kind of naturally a little bit of a hurricane, so I've spun a little around (laughs) and talked about a lot of things. But if we go back to that, what what I want people to do first is push themselves to the outside the hurricane. And, and the more distance you can get between yourself and the hurricane, the better perspective you can have. And that's why people hire people like me yeah. or consultants, because we have the most distance. Right. We can look in very quickly and say, this is your issue right here, because right. we have the best perspective. We have the best visual. We have the best distance. But you can do that for yourself, too. And we want to teach our clients to do that. We're not trying to attach them to us for life. We want to give them the skills so they can do this with their own business. And and that's done by forcing yourself to put things out in front of you. Now, I'm a whiteboarder like crazy, and I just start scribbling. I've got like six that I can see right now behind this computer. Holy moly. Yeah, I'm a whiteboard fanatic because my brain has a lot of things, so I have to throw it onto a whiteboard so I can see it. I need physical distance from it. and. When you, the best way that you can start to create an SLP if you've never done one before is to basically think back, what is the best client interaction I have ever had? Or if every single time somebody wants to write a book, it went like Sarah's, yeah. I would be a happy person. Okay. Okay. And it, is it letting your clients teach you? Is it letting your clients like, okay. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We learn from our clients all the time. You know, being humble, be be humble here. I'm not saying elevate and become this aloof thing. You need to see what they want, what they're doing, how they're responding, how they're reacting. But ultimately, we all have that one client who is just like, wow, that person is perfect for my business. In my, in our jujitsu business, um, it's a guy named Damon. Okay. Damon. Shout is, out to Damon. 
Damon is my favorite client. If every client was like Damon, oh my goodness. Oh, wonderful. Awesome. Okay. Now this, starting with this kernel right here, is actually the piece that will flesh out so many levels of these okay. systems and processes. Identify your best client ever. Not the easiest client, but the one who has taken every single step you've wanted them to take. They've done it all exactly the way that you wanted. So uh, for our martial arts school, Damon started, he came in, he's a, he's a guy in his like 40s. Uh, he wanted you know, a healthy hobby. He was really just looking for some me time and for himself. He came in, he fell in love with it, he stayed consistent. Ultimately, he brought his teenage daughter and referred her and she started doing kickboxing with us. And then he brought his kid, you know, and his kid started doing it. And then he became, he actually went through our instructor training and became an instructor for us. Wow. You know, then he had Amazing. his kid do his junior instructor. And I'm like, this person utilizes every facet of the facility and has taken every step. He upgraded to this next level membership. He has done everything we've wanted him to do. And if every client did everything that Damon did, we'd be so thrilled. So what you have to do is identify that person and then write it down. We don't write it down, do we? No. Sometimes we're like, oh, I'll remember it. I'll remember what if yeah. I'll remember what Damon did. Right. You have to write down the steps that Damon took. Down. Every write. step. Yep. What did you do that made Damon do this? And at what time? When was it? Was it three months in? Was it six months in? Was it a year in? This How is like long? this is like client behavior diagramming. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we talked at the very, very beginning of this. We we said, you know, the more specific I am to myself with my content, the more universal it feels where people are like, that's me. Yes. So if yes. we do that with our clients and we say this one person's process mm -hmm. worked perfectly. Everyone's process, the universal process, is going to be feel perfect to everybody because it worked perfectly for this guy. I'm totally doing this today. I'm awesome. not, like I'm, I'm watching snow falling right now, and I'm totally doing. I'm like, this is a good day. This is cool. a good day because last night I broke my brain, so I need a different. I need a different outlet. Okay, so I, I do want to talk about COVID nineteen just a little bit yeah. more. And yeah. what you're doing, you've got kids at home. Your time is disciplined. Hear, I keep waiting for them to burst. In. I do too, because they I know you have these energetic children yeah. and everybody yeah. is so quiet. And I'm like, oh my God, are they out there ripping up the toilet paper? I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Uh, my husband is home. So my husband works from home too. So, well, mostly, except he goes in and teaches at the gym. So I am very, very blessed that my husband is awesome. And he, we have like, we basically like, high five like a like a wwe wrestling tag team and we like trade out halfway through the day so i work early and so work cool That's basically how we work so yeah yeah you know it, it's taken a long time to get to that point for us but that is how we work and i'm very blessed to have that situation and very supportive husband so shout out to chris that being said um you know i've been in a situation before it didn't always work this smoothly um so you know i have had to just when I had newborns, okay? Yeah. I don't care how good your husband is. You're a mama. And yeah. I, I nursed both kids. And we didn't do bottles or anything. So, like, 
It was you just you were the dairy cow, the portable I was, yes. dairy cow. Exactly. Yes, so I, I, I had a carrier, and I would type around my babies sometimes. You know, God, you're cow. amazing. I was a big baby. <laughs> well, I was I like, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> long arms, so I can reach around. You have long arms. <laughs> That's all it is. That's the secret to nursing, ladies. Yeah, long arms. Yeah, long arms and a carrier. Um, <laughs> and no shame, apparently, because I just nurse wherever, anytime. I Good for you. Who cares? It's you called feeding your child. Yeah. You're fine. I, I wasn't big on the Insta. You ever seen the Instagram women who completely disrobe? No, and I have not seen that. And I don't think that's really. That I, I, don't, so I think that's going. That's a little gratuitous. I think it's for Instagram, some of it, but you know, here's the thing, like no one ever really noticed. I, I, cause we were in a carrier, but I nursed everywhere, but it is what it is. Um, you know, I, you have to do what you have to do. So, so when you're in a situation where, okay, schedule is disrupted because I, I talked about rigidity to your schedule. Yes. And sometimes, especially in this situation where a lot of people are facing kids being home for a long time, you know, you're like, okay, but I can't have my time locked then if you can't have your time block, your to-do list becomes your, your schedule. Yes. Okay. And your to-do list, by the way, so how many people actively write a to-do list? Good. Do you write it in the morning? I'm not calling you out, so you can decide whether or not to answer it. Do you write it in the morning or do you write it at night? You know what? I, I am in that to-do list. I keep it open all the time. It is yeah. on a Google Doc, and I – update it throughout the day so i have a daily to-do list and that is connected to a spreadsheet of a list of all my clients and every need that they possibly have oh so, you pretended like you weren't organized i knew you were anyway i'm told i you know what though but processes and scaling scare me yeah, i will say I, that I, you know well, but scaling is a result of your processes so those that's two two sides of the same coin there okay um, yeah for sure you can't scale without processes it's impossible You're right but I think I also self-sabotage because I'm like, this business is going to get big. And then I'm like, no, it's not. You're and I'm just going to, I'm going to trash it. Self-sabotage is yeah. a sign of a fear of success. I've done it myself. Yes. Okay. Oh, I did it before with a prior business I had with Absolutely. a partner. I was like, I'm going to burn this bitch to the ground right now. Watch me. <laughs> yeah. I know people who do that. I'm not going to name names on this one. I shouted out Damon before, but I'm not naming names on this one. But I have people around me in my circle who are experts in self-sabotage. They're yes. aware of it. And, um, and it all has to do with certain levels of fear. So for me, again, I, for, I, I force discipline and I, I actually force myself to become afraid. Okay, so are you doing tasks crying then? Are you like, oh, I'll do it. <laughs> I love it. Um, <clears throat> doing videos without makeup at first was a fear. Oh, mother jumper. I did one video mm -hmm. like that where I talked about the truth of entrepreneurship this a couple years ago. And um, after that, I was like, ooh, that was really uncomfortable. Good, do it again. You are so mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> do it again. But seriously. I, I totally will. Yeah. Listen, I, have you ever seen, I don't know if you've been, if we've been connected long enough for you to see me go through my fear of flying. No, but, I, no, you went, oh, you went through that. Oh my gosh. I used to cry for three days before and after every flight. <gasps> you and I are spirit animals. I are we? It. And, and it's totally, and I can now just say this very clearly. I, I have a very, uh, matter of fact relationship with difficult topics. It's sort of, this comes from my dad, but so when I say this this way, don't, don't like clutch my pearls, freak out. But like, I was convinced that, uh, 
if I got on an airplane, I was going to die. My kids would be orphans and never remember me. No, I understand. Like, That's I understand. Yeah. I was convinced, like, I will die on this airplane yeah. and yeah. my children will be in therapy for the rest of their lives yeah. trying to get yeah. over the loss of their mother because my kids are grown up. Yeah, mine as well. Right. But losing your yeah. mom at any age is like when you are a mom. Yeah. That's when the fear of flying came in because I think before that I didn't care that much. I was just like, it's me. I'll deal yeah. with it. Whatever. We'll ride yeah. these angry skies. Right. So, so fear right now yeah. is prevalent. We are seeing the assholeitis come out yeah. in people. Yeah. Literally, people are assholes. That's why they want the TP. I read right. that meme. I was like, wow, that is so apropos. That's but so we're seeing who people are right yeah. now. You have to hold on to your basis in this yes. time of fear and you have to hold on to your business because right now you can tank your whole business. There are going to you be can. businesses you that will capable. not survive. Yes. yes. You are capable of tanking your business and it is a hundred percent a personal choice. Yes. hundred percent. If you choose to tank your business, it will tank. I have a gym that may get shut down temporarily. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I also know at the end of this, my gym will slingshot. Okay. Yes. It's going to be a huge boom for my business. Right. Right. Because everyone's going to get fat and everyone's going to be uncomfortable. Everybody and is going to get fat. No. So at the end of this whole thing, and there will be an end, which we have to keep saying, there will be an end. At the end of this, when people are no longer restricted mm -hmm. and people are sick of watching everything on Netflix and Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. They will be looking for an outlet. And guess what? I'm here. You are here. And in the interim, can you do some type of video instruction? Oh, yeah. I've got a million plans that we're making. We launched a virtual training academy yesterday. So we're like, Look at, see, you're, you're pivoting and you're being nimble. That's what people need to understand because my business is the same way. It's all run off of, it's a digital platform. Yeah. So, and typically in the marketing space, people are going to cut what is not necessary. And in your space too, people are going to cut what's not necessary. Right. Corporations are going to go marketing. Uh, nope, we're not going to do that. Um, the, you know, the worst, it's the worst move you can ever make. Cutting that is the worst move you can ever make because when this is over, mm -hmm. people are going to be looking to jump on something and they're going to jump on the thing that is most front of mind. Agreed. And they're going to jump on what has ridden out the storm consistently. Yes. So yes. they're not going to look to the company that's like, well, you know what? We take it. We took a big hit. We disappeared for a while, but we're back. So you can yeah. rely on us. Well, we can't rely on you if you went somewhere. So you yeah. have to ride out the storm and do business as usual and cling yeah. to your discipline and your processes. Absolutely. People are also looking for strong leadership right now. Yes, absolutely. So that's one of the things. And I'm not going political. I'm not I'm not I'm not going there, but I will say that, you know, people looked to certain speeches and things and they wanted to hear certain things. They do. And yes. a lot of people were like, "Oh, I didn't hear what I wanted to hear." You mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And I'm not whatever. They're just people want strong leadership. You know, uh, there there's there's a lot of people unlike you guys listening because you guys are entrepreneurs, which means you're stronger than most. Period. True. That's a We're very good point. Than most. Yes. yes. So most people can't do what you've already done. Mm -hmm. Because of that, those people who can't do what you've done are looking to stronger people for leadership throughout this thing. You have a responsibility to be the leader and to go first and right. to maintain calm. 
we have that responsibility. I have a son who's looking to get into politics and I was like, dude, you're going to have to temper that anxiety before you go any further. And he's working on that because your public face is that I am going to lead you. You have people right now who are questing and just thirsting for information and they want you to tell them this is how you're going to feel better this is how you're going to ride it out you're going to be okay they want you to be that italian mama you know that italian mama like she cooks pasta all day and like she'll gather you in her arms and you're like i'm safe in the arms of the italian mama right yeah. they want you to be that you can be the reassurance you can be the resources the other thing too before we close is that um, i want to impart that people need to be responsible absolutely about spreading information that yeah. it, and it's so tempting to say i heard this yeah so i have to get this information out about this virus you don't fucking know if it's true you no. don't know no you're not involved in the decision so you know again Focusing on what I like to produce content about right now, because I'm producing a lot of it. Again, I want to mm -hmm. be in the mind when this is over. And so I want to be the leader for people. We have a lot of people looking to us right now in our consulting business and then in our community as well, because again, we have, we have both businesses and I have an audience for both. I need to show them I'm concerned, but calm. And yes. I can, I can be the, the bow of the ship here. That's what, I want to be. I love people. that. So I'm talking about doing things. And then, you know, I, I learned this from a, a coach of mine uh, named Wes Watson. And if you're afraid of curse words, don't go Google them. But Wes Watson is somebody that I'm working with for my personal training. And, and he's also, he's an influencer. He's a fitness influencer as well. And he said, show people that you're doing the things that most people aren't. Oh, I love that. That's and so wonderful. that's what I'm doing. So I'm getting up at 4.30 in the morning, even, and I used to always, I, I get up at four, I get to the gym by about 4.30 and I was doing it because I had to come home and get the kids ready for school. Well, not the kids are going to school. Okay. The kids aren't yeah. going to school. Right. But I'm still getting up at four o'clock. Right. Okay. Because I want to show people, first off, I'm committed to the discipline of, of having this. Cause I know that in my life, Mm -hmm. When I start my day with discipline, throughout the day, I'm a more disciplined person, which also means I yell at my kids less. So by the way, that's part of discipline too. Yeah. I'm, a better, I'm a better mom because I'm a better person at the beginning of the day and it just trickles through the rest of the day. And you're taking care of yourself. I think I'm when you take care, care of, of yourself, you're Absolutely. not as resentful because that resentment as a mother can build and you'd be like, you know what? All I do is take care of these dang kids. All I do is oh cook and I clean and I yeah. You, you know. got to get that energy out. It has to have a positive outlet. So I'm showing people what, what I'm doing through this situation that's making it better for me. Again, right. going back to the specifics. This makes it better for me. If you try it, it might make it better for you too. And then at the end of this whole thing, if, if you've gotten some value from what I've shared, then people may want to do business with me later on. Yes, and we are going to emerge from this. So Amy Majors, amazing conversation with you. So many things that we talked about today, so much value. I'm so grateful that you were on in this time of unrest and uncertainty, and people are fearful they're losing everything. And if we're just clinging to what we know, we're clinging to our disciplines and our processes. I think this was a great message for people this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you very, very much. Absolutely.
Amy Majors is a business wildcat. There is not anything she can't figure it out. Her absolute attack of challenges and follow through has been extremely fruitful in her life and in her family's life. Her passion is helping people figure out their businesses so they can reduce the ripples, the financial instability, the shooting in the dark when it comes to being as efficient as possible. These are times of unrest, people. To reach out to her, to get in touch with her, please find her on Instagram at, and this is amazing because she actually got her business handle her name. I'm, a, I'm amazed by this. It's at Amy B. Majors, Amy B. M A G E R S. We'll have her information up on her individual episode, Sick Biz Buzz podcast blog. So you can find it there and any other links that she wants to share in terms of her efficiencies and her processes. And you heard it from the woman who won the messiest room in America when she was a teenager. Now she's turned it all around and she is using it to help you. She has done a tremendous job today giving you lots of value, many, many things that you can use, actionable tools, etc. Reach out to her at Amy B. Majors on Instagram. It's that time again. No, it's not Christmas time. No, it's not Easter time. No, it's not Kwanzaa. It's none of those. It's time for me to ask you to do a favor over here at Sick Biz Buzz. Our podcasts are virtually everywhere right now that you can find podcasts. So if you would please take a couple of minutes out of your day and don't tell me you don't have time now, man. Okay. Because I know you do. You're forced home. You have the time. Head on over to wherever podcasts are available please leave us a review. Reviews are the lifeblood of podcasters everywhere, enabling us to continue our mission to help our community even more. Thank you in advance. And a little notice before we close out the show today, just some official sick biz buzz information for you. Being at home by yourself or with your kids and having a major disruption to your schedule can affect your mental health. It is at this time that I encourage you to reach out and develop your own community of people who can support you. That includes us at Sick Biz. We are more than happy to support you. We are veterans in this world of being home and being shut in and being sick and all of these things. And we want to help you develop your own community of people who want to see you succeed. And more importantly, who will let you know that while you're in this quarantine or isolation, you are not alone. If we can do anything to help you through this process, remember, we know a lot about it. Please don't hesitate to reach out to any one of us. The best way to do that is to go through the website at sickbiz.com. This is the time for all of us to band together and to help each other as we get through uncertainty and fear and continue to use hope to stay positive and overcome. And you heard it right from Amy's lips. We are going to overcome. So prepare to overcome, plan to succeed. That's it for this week's episode of Sick Biz Buzz. Thanks so much for listening. Be well.